Welcome, welcome back to Unsolicited Advice with Frank. And, uh, you know, I've been trying to keep it the way it's supposed to be and, and keep it as real as possible with my, everybody so you can hear and get to know me in a sense, right? Like I said, originally, it's going to be my thoughts and my opinion on it. It's unsolicited because you didn't ask for it. But I'm going to give it anyways. But lately, what I've been doing is allowing you to get to know me. So when you start hearing me talk about things that you probably didn't think I would talk about, it doesn't come to a surprise to you because that you start if you've been following, you'd be like, well, I know him now. And for the people that do know me, know I'm passionate about certain things more than I am about others. You know, I don't really get involved in certain things. And that's because uh, I don't if I can't speak on it very, you know, if I can't intellectually speak on it, then I, I won't discuss it because I don't like looking dumb. Plus, I like to win. So if I can't talk right, then I just leave it alone and just be like, word, word that's cool, right? But if I could talk about it, I'm going to go in. And I'm going to talk, and I'm going to talk, and I'm going to talk, because I'm a talkative person, right? But, you know, for Father's Day, I did, a, I did an episode on my dad. And I spoke about my dad. And in, in, the, in the beginning of the episode, I told my mother, I said, Mom, I get, I'll get back to you. And it's not fair for her to have to wait a whole year for me to do an episode on her for Mother's Day or for her birthday which is in January. So I decided to do one today on her. And, you know, for those that don't know my mom, my mom is a very, very caring person, very, I'm not going to say emotional, but she feels her energy. Like she, she can capture your energy. So if you feel pain, Lillian feel pain, it, pain feel pains. If, if you, if you, you're sad, she's sad. If you talk to my mom, you tell my mother, what's going on my mom takes that energy in with her and she processes it and i think that's what made her good at her job as a social worker so to give you the backstory like i did on my dad my mom was born in puerto rico in january of 56 uh my grandmother at the time lived in in aguadilla in, in la joya de san carlos and they were six kids total my mom was the oldest of six my grandfather he left my grandmother and and she had to raise six kids on her own. My mom was the oldest. So growing up, my grandmother taught my mother education was very important, right? Being poor and not having money to go to college, my mom did great in school to get uh, scholarships to go to the University of Puerto Rico where she graduated from. In the process, you know, my dad met, or well, they knew each other already because my dad's 15 years older than my mother. And, you know, he offered to marry her at 18. And she said, no, I, I want to wait until I finish college because I said I was going to do that. And they did. And she did. And then when they got married, she moved to New York. My dad got to New York. She was working at Woolworth Department Store while she was working on her master's at Fordham University. And when I graduated, I want to say kindergarten, my mom graduated from Fordham University. And somewhere in the house, she has the pictures. So that's her in a nutshell. Then she went to work at St. Dominic's Home for Children for like 10 years, left that and went to the Board of Education where she worked at IS-162 on 149th and St. Anne's for 20 plus years as a social worker. And anybody that knows my mom or knows me, knows Lillian, is a very, very caring person. My mom, like I said before, will give you the shirt off her back. You know, compassionate, loving, caring, uh, understanding, forgiving, uh, role model, inspiration. My mom, she she in, has all that in her. That's in her. 
whether it was instilled by my grandmother or not, that's her. That's her. She has a very forgiving attitude. Um, tries to be the best person she can be to other people. We're all flawed. So I'm not going to say that she's perfect. As I said in other episodes, none of us are. But she, she does the best she can to try to be the right person that she needs to be. And my mom taught me a lot. You know, my mom... I'm not saying that she didn't hold me accountable because she did in her own way. She did in her own way. And and she always taught me education. But she also told me you don't have to go to college to be successful. You just need to have a profession. If that's to be a a, a, a plumber, then you be a plumber. If it's to, you know, be a welder, then you be the best welder there is. Just be great at what you do. Um, My mom knows how to sew clothes. So, so she used to, all my Halloween costumes when I was a baby, even growing up, she would make them. She would actually sew them. She would go buy the pattern, buy the material, and sew them at the house. My suits as a kid, she would sew. Um, she did the same thing for my sister. She has an artistic, uh, arts and craft kind of gift, if you if you may say that. Uh, she did ceramics at the house, like I mentioned other ones. I remember going to Puerto Rico and she went, we went out there to visit family and she also went to meet someone that had their own kind of factory in their house. And she got the idea and we would be in the house, all of us, my aunts, my cousins, me, my sister, everybody be helping my mom out, do her thing when it came to ceramics. Uh, my father and I would drive up somewhere upstate uh, in, in his big van he had and get the liquid to, to make the, to pour into the molds to create these, to, to get this going, to make the ceramics. Um, she did that. She also had that party supply store in the South Bronx. And, you know, she did, uh, souvenirs for baby showers and, and weddings and all that other stuff. There was nothing, anything she put her mind to, she can do, to be honest with you. And, you know, she, one thing I, I give credit to my mother. And I said this in this last episode, uh, two episodes ago, I said, uh, she never changed her energy with anybody. She never changed who she was because of the people around her. You know, uh, the people around her didn't always appreciate her. If 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 I'm being frank, she she had friends that took advantage is what I'm saying of her kindness. And that didn't stop Lillian from being Lillian with everybody she met. So she kept when we say keep that energy, she kept that same energy across the board. You know, um, my mom gives her last cent if you need it. My mom has given some of her students money to get their hair done for the eighth grade prom. Uh, bought, helped them buy their outfits because they, you know, the mom and the dad didn't have the money. And, they, you know, they come to my mom and Mrs. Torres, Mrs. Torres, um, you know, and my mom being the person because knowing what it is not to have. She wanted to give to those that didn't have because that was her at one point. You know, my grandfather, I don't want to bad talk the dead, but just, you know, he did what he did, whatever. And my grandmother had to overcome. And, you know, she did the best she could as a librarian for 30 plus years in, in Puerto Rico, raising six kids. So, you know, my mom always paid it forward when she made it, you know, that's, I think that's where I get this giving attitude or this willing to help people. It's from my mom because 
I saw it in her. You know, I remember her driving to kids' houses on the way home to drop off the money for them to get their hair done. You know, um, I've met kids that attended her middle school. And when I say, oh, my mom is uh, Lillian Torres, because she goes by her maiden name at, at, at work. Oh, Mrs. Torres is your mother? Oh, she's a beautiful lady. Oh, your mom is so great. God bless her. And, you know, and that makes me feel good because my mom would take those problems in. And I can't speak on what she would tell us at home because that's violating somebody's privacy out there. But as a social worker in the South Bronx, in a middle school, she dealt with a lot of cases that would crush anybody in the inside. And she would take it and never change. Never, never, never unwavering in her convictions. Always trying to stick to her beliefs. Whether I agree with them or not, she sticks to them. You're not going to convince Lillian otherwise if that's her conviction. That's her what she believes. Um, as a mother, you know, what can I say? She, to me, she embodies what a mother should be. And that's not to knock my wife or, or Serena or my sister that just had a baby or nothing. But you, it's what I saw growing up. You know? It, it's it's my idea of it. And and my mom, to me, did a superb job. Not because I, I you know, I am where I am today and my sister is where she is. But it's the, the, the thing she showed us, what you can't put a price on. You can't. School doesn't teach you that. And that that was love and, and caring and affection and conversation and learning how to talk about your emotions. You know, it, it, as minorities we or, or as, as a Hispanic man. Traditionally, we don't talk about emotions. We don't talk about our feelings. We, we bottle that up, right? That's that whole I'm a man thing. But my mom taught me that it's okay at an early age to talk about your issues, to talk about your feelings, to express how you feel because it's okay to open up. It's not weakness. Don't be like everybody else. Um, My mother... Uh, her friends to this day, when she comes to the Bronx, if they still there, they come to my sister's house, they visit her. She keeps in contact with them. You can always catch her on Facebook, putting up some, some positive quote. Um, a lot of conversations she had with my grandmother, she, she tells me about, and I was able to see those conversations. I was, uh, my grandmother passed away in 2001. I was ready in the Navy, but previous to that, I spent a lot of time with both of them and I saw the connection. And me and my mom have those same conversations now, you know. Uh, somebody texted her and told her they loved her and they appreciate the impact in her life. And I told her I was glad that she was able to smell those flowers while she's still alive to smell them. Because, you know, we tend to acknowledge those people that, are, that we respect and love and admire once it's done. When it's all said and done and they're gone, that's when we acknowledge them. But can they really hear us? I mean, if you're a Christian, you believe you go into heaven and you can see and you can hear. Your, your spirit ascends, right? But despite whatever you believe, the person's not there in the physical anymore. And my mom just, I don't know. I can go in here forever like I could on my dad describing Lillian Ferrer to you. But I will say this. I will say this about Lillian. Um, respected. Admired. Loved. Um, she'll go to war for her kids. Well, anybody she loves, loves her grandchildren. Um, it's a provider, not only for us, but her siblings when they need help. 
um there's there's nothing if you went around and asked people i'm pretty sure they all say the same thing and the ones that don't is because they either hate it or didn't know her but that's what my mom taught me you know um i always tell people that my parents my father taught me hard work and dedication my mom said education and you go a long way and that's what i saw growing up and like i said in in my other episode of people my father was very closed up very stern very he didn't talk much my mom was more emotional more forgiving and i and i get that from her i do i i i'm very tapped into my emotions i can say i'm emotional at times um I'm a very nice person. I am. I have my moments, you know, um, where maybe my anger gets the best of me. But all, all in all, I'm, I'm. You can come talk to me about anything, and I'm gonna listen, and I'm gonna talk with you, and I'm gonna give you my advice. Hence, why I'm doing this. So, you know, mom, I want to say thank you, thank you for giving me tools that schools don't teach you for implementing things in me that are not taught in a textbook, okay? For for always being the person I can come to and talk to and always being there for us. So we love you, you know? And this is for you, Ma. That's my mom, a caring person, respected, smart, and loving. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Advice, and this week's episode is Lillian.